into my library. Welcome to a new episode in the podcast. It has been such a crazy couple weeks, so I'm definitely ready for a just chill week, weekend. But this past weekend was really fun. My mom came out to visit for a couple days, and we just went to the beach and had lots of fun. She just wanted to be out in the sun and walking around, so that's what we did and found some cool trails, and yeah, it was really nice. I really enjoy spending time with my mom. If you're listening, hi mom, I love you. Um, Thanks for coming out. Um, But yeah, it was really fun. Usually my sister comes out too, but she was on her senior trip and couldn't make it so that I missed her, but it's okay. I'm glad that my mom was still able to come out and I'll see my sister in May for her graduation. But I feel like this past month has been super busy. A lot of things have been changing. A lot of things have happened. And I'm kind of just ready for like a sense of normalcy to to kick back in. I'm not sure when or if that's going to happen soon. But yeah, I haven't been reading a whole lot just because of how busy I've been. But it's okay because... I'm just, you know, we're just trying to figure out this new kind of situation in our lives. But anyway, today I wanted to share some books that give off spring vibes because spring is here, spring has sprung, and Easter's next weekend, and I'm really excited for that. I hope that, I think we might go to a friend's house for Easter, I'm not sure, but yeah, I love Easter. It's one of my favorite holidays. I loved it growing up. We did so many cool things during Easter, and I have really fond memories of it. So I'm hoping that maybe for this Easter, we'll be able to kind of keep up the specialness of it. Um, But yeah, so okay. Books that give off spring vibes, that's what I want to talk about today. Let me tell you what I'm currently reading. I'm almost finished. I'm so close to finishing A Court of Wings and Ruin, which is the third book in the A Court of Thorns and Roses series. And it is, I have like five books left, maybe six left of the SJM like read through. So I'm hoping to finish up with A Court of Wings and Ruins soon and then read the tiny novella after it and then get back into reading The Throne of Glass, finishing up that book and starting the Crescent City series because I've been most excited, well not most excited, but just really excited to reread Crescent City but that is like at the end of the read through because those books are brand new. So yeah, I we're almost there. I'm very excited to read through it and continue on. I got one of my friends to start reading Throne of Glass. I hope she's liking it. I haven't heard much from her since she told me that she started reading it and that it's really good. 
So I'm excited to see like what she thinks and hopefully she'll continue on and read the whole thing and we can, you know, fangirl together about it. That'd be cool. And my sister's still reading Throne of Glass. She's on the fourth slash third book in the series. So yeah, I just love turning everyone that I know into little bookworms. It's my favorite thing. And Will's doing great with his reading. He finished his book and he bought the second book in the series. He said it's going a little slower than the first book was, but he's still enjoying it. So there's your update about that, what everyone's currently reading, apparently. Um, but yeah, let's get into today's episode. I was trying to figure out like some books that kind of give off like spring vibes, just kind of like feel maybe they're not like um, themed around spring, like the setting isn't during spring, but just books that kind of seem like a new awakening or whatever. And so this is that list. I have a few books on here that I wanted to talk about. The first book is A Little Princess by Frances Hodgson Burnett. And we all know the classic story of A Little Princess. I'm sure you've seen the movie. Um, but I read this book before I watched the movie. And it, I have like one of the Barnes & Noble like classic bound editions. And I read that. I thought it was so sweet, and I feel like it's just perfect for a little spring read because it's this girl, um, you know, this girl, little Sarah, and she's in this boarding house, and she, her father loses her, all of his fortune. Well, he goes, like, missing, and so then she has to kind of work for her stay and she turns into like a servant when she was a girl who was like treated very nicely because she was so rich and then when she lost all of that the people at the boarding house at her little finishing school did not treat her with kindness at all but Sarah was still very nice and very kind and she never like let it get her down it's kind of like cinderella but if you cinderella like was a child and yeah i love this book because i feel like i don't know it's just it's a way of like how society kind of treats people and i think it was kind of like symbolizing class systems and uh, like social standing within the community between like you know the rich and the poor like if you weren't up to the status quo then you weren't worth people's time and like the only thing that made you really valuable and made people really care about you was how much money you had and how you looked outwardly when you know like Sarah she's this little girl she has no control over her father's money or anything. She was just a victim in all of this, but she was so kind. And even after she lost everything and became a little servant, she was still kind. And it just shows like, you know, sometimes people might not look the best on the outside, but they're 
they have really good insides and vice versa where people who look all prepped and kept together and clean and nice and fancy on the outside are actually not very good people and it just says a lot about that kind of person so yeah um little princess i love that one the next one that i thought of for the spring vibes is lilac girls by martha hall kelly and this is a world war ii story i think it's based on a true story um i'm not quite sure but it follows four girls who were all in kind of different places during world war ii like one girl was in new york one girl was in Germany, and one was one was in France, and then one was in a concentration camp, and um, it kind of tells the story of these girls separately. But then how they kind of they meet after the war, and then they become friends. I think there's four girls in this. Maybe I'm getting it wrong, but it's. So, like, the girl in New York, she is trying to help with the French consulate, and she works there. She's trying to help children and people kind of, um, like, refugees and stuff. And then there's a girl who is in Poland, and she's trying to be a part of the resistance in Poland, and she is sneaking around and doing, you know, illegal stuff to the German to the German government. And I well, I love that part of the story. Um and then there's this German girl and she's an a German doctor, but she's a not she's working with the Nazis and she kind of feels like it's She tries to, like, justify what's happening to Jewish people and kind of, like, turn a blind eye to it. But then stuff happens and she can't really stop thinking about, like, what's happening to these women. And then the girl who's in the concentration camp, they all kind of come together through her and they're trying to just help each other. I read this so long ago so I am having trouble remembering exactly what it was like but it is just it's a good story of like women and their like quest for like a second chance and trying to do what's right even if they've made mistakes in the past and the redemption from that and I love this book I think it was great And, you know, lilac girls, that's classic spring. I love lilacs. My grandmother loves lilacs. And, yeah, so there's that one. The next one is Open Water by Caleb Azuma Nelson. This one, I just feel like it's a very short story. It's a little tiny book. And it's written in second person. So it's, like, talking about, it's like a... It's written in poetry in second person. So the the narrator of the story, he'll say, like, 
you looked at me and you said this and you said that. And I felt like that was really interesting. I've never read a book that was in second person. And I felt like it was, it just added a level of uniqueness to this book and it really worked. Sometimes I feel like, you know, an author will try something, it doesn't work and it doesn't end up very well, but this ended up very well. And it just kind of, um, like two people falling in love, but they're surrounded by things that are tearing them down in society, like their, their race, their just like statuses and fear and violence going on. It's, um, I'll read you the little blurb. It says, two young people meet in a pub in southeast London. Both are black, British. Both won scholarships to private schools where they struggled to belong. Both are now artists. He is a photographer. She is a dancer trying to make their mark in a city that turns celebrities and rejects them. Tentatively, tenderly, they fall in love, but two people who seem destined to be together can still be torn apart by fear and violence. So yeah, it definitely, it was so good, and the reviews of this book are amazing, and it just says a lot about, you know, again, like, your class and your, this social system, and even, like, what race you are, and how that affects the way that you are treated in life, and how you grow up, and I really recommend this book to everyone. I think it's a great look into somebody who doesn't look like me, and it's a great, like, um, representation of that, and something that, like, I can walk in another person's shoes for, like, 200 pages and kind of gain empathy for people like that, so, yeah, there's Open Water. The next one is The Lucky List by Rachel Lippincott, and this is a young adult book about... Emily and her mom. Well, I guess just Emily. And it's about her mom. Her mother died a few years ago. And Emily's really been struggling moving on from her mother's death. And her and her father have been struggling to make ends meet and to keep the house that they all lived in together. And she has just been kind of in this depressive state ever since her mom's passing, but one day she finds in her mother's closet a list where of things that her mother did the year before her senior, the summer before her senior year, and so she decides to go out and do the same thing, and so there's different things on this list. It's kind of like a bucket list. And so she and her, this new friend of hers that she meets, who just moved in across the street, they decide to do the list together. And so throughout the book and throughout her completing this list, it makes her feel a lot closer to her mother and brings her closer to her friends and finding out who she really is and who she wants to be and that she is allowed to keep living and be happy even after her mother's untimely death and 
it kind of just shows like you must face your fears head on and get through it and then becoming brand new on the other side and I think that's very springy you know death and reborn and blah 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 and all that stuff and the cover is so cute it's like a big sunflower and she's holding it and I think that is like the spring vibes um but yeah it's really fun it's a cute little read and I love books that have like a bucket list they have to complete or like something like that where they have to do and like that's kind of in the background where like other stuff plot stuff is going on like it kind of lightens the mood a little bit um but yeah I loved that one and this next one is a classic to all the boys I loved before by Jenny Han I'm sure everyone's seen the movies for this book uh for these book series but if you have seen the movies and you loved it I do suggest you read the books because they obviously are better and they just add like you know another level of what Lara Jean is really like but and I feel like this is so springy just because like Laura Jean really brings out that like funky quirky like spring type vibe and so yeah but Laura Jean Laura Jean she kind of feels really deeply and when she has a crush on a boy she like falls in love with them and she's had a few crushes in her life and to get over her love she will write them a letter telling them her feelings she will address it she'll do everything put it in an envelope address it but the only thing she doesn't do I think was put a stamp on it and she just puts the letter in her in a a shoe or like a hat box that her mother gave her and she puts it up in her closet and that's kind of how she moves on from this situation of liking a boy and she starts liking their next door neighbor but he starts dating her older sister so she has to move on from that pretty quickly even though she's still kind of in love with him and after her sister moves to college he and her sister break up and so now she kind of feels like awkward about it and awkward to have him around and one day he comes to the house with the letter that she wrote him like years ago and he's like Laura Jean what is this and she realizes that her younger sister sent found the letters and sent them to the boys put stamps and sent them to the boys like wherever they are like back from middle school up until now and so this becomes a very awkward situation and basically she starts fake dating this other guy that she wrote a letter to to kind of get her sister's ex off her back and he finds and her new fake boyfriend finds benefit in trying to make his ex-girlfriend jealous so that they'll get back together and so yeah it's such a cute they're such cute books and I really liked them I read them in high school and I thought they were so great I definitely recommend this especially 
for, I don't know, like, hopeless romantics. And if you just, like, need a clean, like, fluffy, wholesome romance little books, then this is a great series because it is just so funny. Like, it's a funny series. The next one I recommend is Springtide by uh, Kai Stevens. And I think I've talked about this before in one of my monthly wrap-ups. I read it recently. Um, But this is like a college slash like sportsy romance. Um, But this girl, Harper, she is in college doing like sports medicine um, studies and she has a crush on the boy on this boy on like the uh, baseball team and so for one of their semesters they're supposed to like do field work and she gets assigned to the um, football team and she really wants to be on the baseball team so she can be with her crush so she lies to her professor and says hey, I'm actually dating this boy on the football team, so I, it'd be a conflict of interest, and I don't want him to, like, lose focus while I'm there because he's whatever. And so she goes, okay, like, I'll put you on the baseball team then, and I'll switch you. And so now she gets to spend time with the boy she likes, but the boy she mentioned that she was dating from the football team finds out about it about this lie that she told and confronts her and she goes oh yeah sorry like can we just keep it up and kind of like just say that we're dating and he's like well no but I will if you help me with this injury and he's been like hiding an injury because he doesn't want to be benched because he's trying to get into the like um NFL league thing and so she's like okay I'll like help heal you if you pretend to fake date me so that I can get with this boy and then you know we love a fake dating trope and you know how it goes and yada yada but I really like this book and it's gonna be like a little series um and I'm excited to read the rest of it it's like beachy spring vibes and the book series is called the coastal university series and like they go to coastal university I think that's so cute so yeah I love this book I thought it was really good I loved like Luca has Luca is the boy that she's fake dating he has um like some sensory issues or something of that nature, and I love that, like, the, the communication style that was between, like, Harper and Luca, and how, like, Luca was, like, I'm not trying to, like, be weird, but, like, I just, that's weird, like, that's, I have a thing, and she's, like, oh, okay, and then she's, like, very respectful of him, and I like that a lot, so, yeah, I love Springtide, definitely recommend, This next one is also a young adult book, and it's The Start of Me and You by Emery Lord. Um, I read this a very, very long time ago in high school. Um, I barely remember it, but I have the blurb in front of me, so 
I'll probably just read it and then talk about it. Okay, so it says, when Paige Hancock's first boyfriend died in an accident, after shutting out the world for two years, Paige is finally ready for a second chance at high school, and she has a plan. First, get her old crush, Ryan Chase, to date her, the perfect way to convince everyone she's back to normal. Next, she wants to join a club, after-school club, but when Ryan's sweet, nerdy cousin Max moves to town and recruits Paige for the Quiz Bowl team, her perfect plan is thrown through a serious loop. Will Paige be able to face her fears and blah, blah, blah? So this book is like, Paige is very, I remember it now. Paige is, her boyfriend drowned, and so she's very afraid to swim. She's very afraid of the water, and she never really got over the traumatic experience of watching her boyfriend drown. And so when Max comes into town, he and Paige kind of have this instant connection, and he she pushes him away, but he doesn't really let her. And so I really liked this book. I thought it was cute, and I, I felt like it was a good, like, grieving I'm grieving somebody, but I'm ready to, like, come back to life. I'm ready to get myself back. I can't just keep holding back anymore. And that's what Paige is going through. And I really enjoyed this book. I thought it was really cute, like, after everything. And her and Max, like, were the cutest little couple. And he just kind of was like, I'm here now. Like, you, I'm here. I'm just, I'm going to be your friend. Or I'll be something more, but like I'm here and I'm you're stuck with me, and I really liked that. So yeah, the last one that I want to talk about is Once and for All by Sarah Dessen. This one I love Sarah Dessen. I've read all of her books. She basically raised me. I recommend her books to everyone. If you are a young teenager or have young teenagers, <laughs> like, give them a Sarah Dessen book, because they will feel seen and heard, and she's just amazing, but she wrote this book about a daughter of a wedding planner, and her name is Lu Luna, but Luna, like, does not care for weddings at all. She thinks that, like, love is fake. She's seen a lot of these weddings kind of end in disasters or the couple that gets married kind of like gets divorced soon afterwards like she can kind of have a tell she has a tell of if a couple is really going to last or not um but then her mom hires this boy named Ambrose and he's kind of like a player like a serial dater and now he is sees her and he's like I want to like get to know her and she's like absolutely not like you don't care really about girls you just like want you know you don't want to be lonely and so now he's like determined to have her and they kind of start working together with her mom's wedding planner business and they get kind of they get closer and closer and she's constantly trying to push him away and then she kind of realizes, like, fine, I will give you a shot. And everything kind of 
happens from there and there's like a big kind of like little twist and I really liked it. I think this one might be one of my favorite Sarah Dustin books. She just writes such good like ro- little um, romances but also she puts things in her books that are like real life issues like one book will have will deal with um like teen pregnancy one book deals with um domestic abuse and just kind of like oh like or a single parent like um one of my favorite Sarah Dessen books her father died in front of her and now she has to kind of get through that and I love that and how like even though this person is broken the like romance guy in that book the romantic interest um he doesn't like she he doesn't change her but he helps her through it and I love those types of books where like you know all you need is like a little outside source and just somebody to help you move along not really like do it for you or anything but just like help you realize like what your worth is and yeah I love that and I love Sarah Dessen definitely read a Sarah Dessen book if you're bored and you want something to make you feel but yeah I really enjoyed all of those books um and I feel like they just they all fit like the same similar plot line or like just spring vibe of like renewal and um they're all like really pretty books too they all have really pretty colors I also because every month I get some new books and so I wanted to share really quick the books that I have coming I couldn't find any of these at Barnes and Noble so I had to order them on Amazon but I'm really excited for my little April book hauls so this is what I got for April. I got The Bone Shard Daughter, which by, um, let me see, by Andrea Stewart. I have seen this book um, everywhere, and I've heard it's a really good uh, fantasy series, and so I'm really excited about this book. And then I got Forever Interrupted by Taylor Jenkins Reid. This book just seems so intriguing, and I'm very looking forward to reading it. Taylor Jenkins Reid is one of my favorite authors, so I know that this one won't disappoint. And then I also got Daisy Hates, The Great Undoing. This is like the fourth book in the Magnolia Parks Universe series, and I am definitely excited to read this. I love the drama, like the Gossip Girl vibe of... Um, Magnolia Parks. It's so good to me. It's like reality TV, but in a book, and it's so good. So yeah, though that is my April book haul. I hope everyone has a great week. I will have an episode up tomorrow or uh, next week, even though it's Easter. I'll get one up for you guys, and let me know if you have any requests, any books you want to hear about, any thing you want me to talk about, um, reach out to me and let me know. Other than that, I hope everyone has a good week. Thank you all for coming to my library and I will talk to you later. Bye!